Okay, so I don't know what we're talking about this week. A bunch of random stuff like we always do. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were coming into this podcast trying to prepare for it. We were like, dang, like nothing has happened this week and we have nothing to talk about and I don't know what this is going to look like. Are people laughing about the fact that Prince Philip died? Well, that's one thing we can talk about is Prince Philip, uh, because Prince Philip died on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, I, I've been seeing a lot of memes about it. They'll like, it'll show somebody like parachuting, mm-hmm. and they'll have um, photoshopped his face on them, <laughs> and they're like, "This just in: Prince Philip won the gulag. He's coming back." <laughs> <laughs> well, um, he was uh, ninety-nine years old, and I have seen people blaming Meghan Markle. For shocking him to death, and I have seen. People. Dude, I've seen pictures of him. I think he died like ten years ago, and nobody and everybody forgot to tell him. I know he was not doing well. He looked bad, and he had not been doing well for a while. Um, he was always in really good health. He, you know, he was fit, you know, fit and con- you know, you know, athletically conscious and stuff. He used to run all the time, but he was ninety nine. Not like he died. I mean, why did he die? He's damn near a hundred. <laughs> It's not a shock. Yeah. And uh, I've also seen people blame him getting a COVID vaccine for him dying. Uh, yeah, the dude, again, 99, and he died in his sleep. That's the way to go. 99 and in your sleep? You can't who, complain who, about that. Somebody recently passed away like that. Um, Lucille, uh, okay, uh, oh, the Jessica lady Walters. From uh, from Archer. Archer, yeah, or, she died Arrested the same Development. way, yeah. She was 80 years old, died in her sleep. I mean, that is, that is the way to go. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go... That's how I want to go. At 80 or 99 in my sleep. I, that's just... You know, if you can pick it. Yeah. I guess we should tell people who they're listening to. Oh, we Shay's haven't Lounge. Said <laughs> we always do that. We haven't said that yet. It's the Shay's Lounge. This is Cricket. And Vaughn. And uh, we have uh, the oldest son in here as well. Uh, but he has decided... He hasn't decided if he's going to talk yet or not. He's, he doesn't really want to be on the podcast. He just wants to come by and annoy us while we're trying to do the podcast. Right. <laughs> right. I would die at 69. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so swag. Well, if you died at 69, it would be as funny as the dick and balls you just drew on the paper a little while It ago. was not. It was... He says it was a mouse. It was clearly a dick and balls. Right. It was a... It was... A, it was... It was... Twig and berries. Yeah. It was, yeah, a, it was. It was a peen and testicles. 100%. This is the same kid that wrote the MILF, am I right, on the board yeah. last week. <laughs> that was still so funny. <laughs> like, do you know what MILF is? Yeah, it's... Um, I looked it up. It said it was a uh, attractive older person. <laughs> well... <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, this mountain that you've drawn, this mountain that you've drawn is clearly somebody giving the middle finger. It's a cr- mountain crown. Well, it's the middle I'm finger. Called you dumb, not me. I. You know what? He can call me whatever he wants to call me. But you know, it, it was it was a dick and balls, and it was a middle finger. Hey, what there's one thing going on today. WrestleMania. They're doing a two night deal because they're only doing certain amount of people in the stands. Oh, nice. And uh, <laughs> they're actually having a rain delay. Yeah. It's in an open-air stadium. Yeah, they finally got started. But, yeah, rain delay. So it's on the TV in there, but it's on First mute. time they've had st- people in the stands in over a year. And a rain and delay. And a rain delay. Then people are like, I don't give a shit. Let it rain. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Like, whatever. 
Huh? It's wrestling. No, no, no. It's, no, they're it's in, in an stadium. indoor stadium. They're, they're, in, they're in an open air stadium. Like where they play football. That's wrestling. I know, I know. but they're in a stadium where they this play is, football. This is a special event. This is not like normal weekly wrestling. So yeah. They're it's, in an open air stadium. I promise they're in an open. Yeah, well, it, it no, is. I'm saying you guys said it was football. And that's no, that's a football stadium, stadium that they're in. Okay, well, you could have said that. I did say I did that. did say that. You said football. Either speak up or go away. Okay, so um, Prince Philip died. Everybody's blaming Meghan because they're all racist and they don't like Meghan. she black? Or? Yes. Oh. DMX also passed away, which was really sad because he, um, he actually had a heart attack. Mm-hmm due to an overdose and it caused um and it caused him like he had brain death um <coughs> bless you <coughs> bless you sorry if you don't say bless you a demon will get in yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah dmx was he was on life support for like five days before he finally finally decided to remove life support and he passed away so it was a really sad situation yeah and uh, my Twitter feed has been full of stories about DMX, and apparently he was just like the coolest dude. Like this one, this one girl posted Ooh. that she had um, her story about DMX was that she was outside of a grocery store selling Girl Scout cookies, and DMX came out and was talking to her and bought like five dollars worth of, of Girl Scout cookies, and was sat there and talked to her mother for like thirty minutes. And found out in that conversation that this girl was in a like a like a sales competition, you know, to try to win some prizes for who sells the most Girl Scout cookies. He's like, really? And he pulls out five hundred bucks and buys five hundred dollars in Girl Scout cookies. You know, just stuff like that. And See, like like he he went into he went into a restaurant, uh, a Denny's or IHOP or something, and she just started go went back there in the kitchen and started cooking people omelets because he likes cooking. Well, that's kind of gross. No, but but he like like he knows what he's doing, and just cool stories about him like helping people and you know See, just I, being a I, good guy. I heard a cool story too about somebody else. Uh, it was about Shaquille. Mm-hmm. He says that every time he leaves his house, he makes sure he does at least one good deed every day. Oh, that's very nice. Uh, he was walking through a mall or something. And he saw, he overheard, he stopped and he saw this guy at like a jewelry store. Mm-hmm. And he was talking, he, he kind of stopped and listened to him. He heard the guy talking to the salesman about how much the ring was. And said, well, I'm going to have to try to get something a little bit cheaper and all this kind of stuff because it was a really expensive ring or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Shaq went over there and said, here. And he paid for the engagement ring for this guy to give to his to his Aww. And the guy was like, he said, the guy was like, no, man, you can't do that. You can't do that. And he goes, do you know who I am? <laughs> he said, yeah, I know you are, but you can't do that. I <laughs> said, I can't accept that. And he goes, man, I make sure I do something good every day. That's, he's, a good, he's a good person. And so that's what he did. He paid for some guy's engagement ring for his girlfriend. I thought that was pretty Aww. cool. Oh, speaking of getting engaged to your girlfriend, we did a good deed at work. Because, um, you know, I rent cars for a living. And... We had a guy who came up and talked to us. Now, we can't guarantee makes or models of cars. If you're asking for special requests like a, like a premium car or a nice SUV or something like that, we can't guarantee anything like that. We do our best, but we just it's just 
you know, we don't have luxury cars at the location I'm at. It's just, it just doesn't happen. So this guy was like, man, he said, let me tell you what's going on. He said, I'm trying to propose to my girlfriend and I want to have a nice car that I can do it in. He said, because we're going to drive around. She likes to drive around and listen to music. So we're going to drive around and listen to music. I'm going to take her to all her favorite spots. And then when we get to, when we get to whatever this little spot is, he said, I'm going to propose to her and I, I really want a nice car to do it. If, if it's at all possible, can you guys please help me out? Man, we look. So what he's saying is the woman he's going to propose to is a very materialistic person. No, he was just trying to take care of her. He was just trying to be nice. Mm-hmm. She wasn't asking for the for the fancy car. He, he was trying to. He yeah, he was trying to do something nice for, her. and because you know his car is kind of a little bit of a hoopty, and he didn't want to you know. So w- we ended up getting this guy a BMW, and like hooking him up with a deal. Like he's not paying BMW prices to drive that BMW. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> But we, we looked for a stock because he came in at plenty of time. Like, he didn't come in the day before and say, hey, can you get me a nice car tomorrow? You know, he came in a week before, and he's one of our regular renters. Like, we, we know him. We take care of this guy, and he takes care of us. And um, That's my job. So, he he came in like a week prior, and he was like, can you help me out with the and, and me and my boss just, we did everything we could. We called around to other branches. We saved cars for him. We knew that this one lady had a Jaguar F-Pace, which oh. is a super nice car, right? And she needed to trade it in for something smaller because it was costing her too much money. And we're like, oh, if we can get that lady to come in here and turn in that Jaguar. So we, we called her for like three or four days trying to get her to come in and switch out cars. And she just kept delaying and kept delaying and kept delaying. But we finally got the BMW in, so we were able to get him in the BMW, so... It all worked out. It worked out. Yeah, and he was he was happy. So that and that was the important thing. But it was so cute. I'm I'm a sucker for a good story like that. You know, I'm just <laughs> a complete sucker. Like there if you come in and you start demanding cars from me and you start demanding upgrades and doing all this other stuff, you're getting the neon Sentra that I have sitting over here to the side. You're getting the Mitsubishi Mirage. I don't give a that's the only car I have. Everything else is rented. But you come in, you give me a good story. Man, so what you're I saying is you're a sucker. I'm a sucker. This Okay, so this guy came in on a Saturday, didn't have a reservation. And if you don't have a reservation on a Saturday, you don't get a car. I'm sorry, it's just not happening. You get no car. You don't know how many people I turned away today, this being a Saturday. Because we got to save them for Monday. But he came in and he told me he was a, a very nice um, black gentleman came in. He said, man, he said... If there's anything you can do for me, he said, I've got to get down to Houston by Monday. He said, because I'm interviewing for a job, and it's a good job. He said, I really want to get it, and I just, my car, I can't trust it going to Houston. Is there anything you can do to help me out? I was like, you're going for a job interview? Hell yeah, I'll give you a car. (laughs) (laughs) So I got him in a car. (laughs) The word's out, everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Come up with a sob story, and she'll hook you up. But, you know, I like to try to help people. I, you know, I have very little power in my job. And what little power I have, I like to try to use it for good and not evil. Um, except for when you come in there acting like a Karen and then you're getting, you're getting jack shit from me. Like, I've, we've had a lady, we've had a lady coming in. Um, like, she had her, um, her reservation was sent over by the insurance company yesterday. Well, we have, when those come through in our system, um... <laughs> We have to call the person and schedule them. You know, okay, it came in on a Friday. I don't have cars till Monday, so sorry. You know, it's just not going to happen. Well, 
Hers came through on a Friday. I called her, couldn't get in touch with her, left a message. She called us back, um, and she said, okay, I'm coming up there right now. What kind of cars do you have? I said, well, nothing. It's Friday afternoon. I have no cars. I have something on Monday. Well, you're just going to have to get me in a car. I was like, well, I don't have a car to put you in. I can schedule you for Monday. Well, I'll be up there. I'm just going to look and see what you've got. And hangs up on me. And I was like, okay. So she comes in and then wants to see what we have. We have an Armada, which we're not putting on on her because it would cost her $15 a day out of pocket. She's not willing to pay it, and I'm not willing to give her the free upgrade because she's being a you-know-what. Yeah. So, you come in demanding things. I'm not working with you. And um, so, she decides that she's going to go talk to Hertz and see if she can get a car from them. Well, the Hertz in the town that I work in it has got, I don't know, 50 cars in their fleet, maybe. And... It, it, it's tiny and they have weird hours and they're about to shut down and it's just, you know, it, it, she's not going to find a car over there. So then later that afternoon, she calls us again. Can I get one of your cars? No, you may not, but I can schedule you for Monday. Okay. And then hangs up on me. Well, I don't know what time Monday. We've got to know how to plan the day. So then I come in today, which is Saturday, and see her name on there. She's made a new reservation that's not being paid for by insurance to pick up on Saturday. And so I call her and I say, hi, are you trying to pick up a car today? She said, yes, I want one of your cars. And I said, very sorry, I don't have a car. <laughs> Told you that yesterday. You can have one Monday. I said, would you like to use the reservation that your insurance is paying for, or would you like to use the reservation where you're paying for it? She said, well, I want to use the insurance reservation. I said, okay. What time are you coming in Monday? <laughs> and finally got it out. Well, I don't know, but it's going to be sometime after one. All right, I have a ballpark now. I can kind of work with that. Because at least she's not saying, I'll be there at 8 a.m. have me a car. Because if I don't have a car Saturday at 12, I'm not going to have a car Monday at 8. Yeah. Because we don't have a drop box anymore, so... Anyway, that was my long, boring story telling you that this woman came in acting like a Karen, thinking that she was going to get handed the moon and the stars. No. Cricket does not play that. <laughs> so, I ha- you, you got to remember, when you're dealing with people in the service industry, we have very little real power. But if you come in acting all entitled, um, we're going to use what little power we have to make sure that you don't get your needs met. But if you come in and, and like, like I said, you, you've got a good story. <laughs> if you've, you know, if you are apologetic and, and sympathetic and, you know, try to work with me or what, I'll, I'll bend over backwards for you. Like, I don't even care. I'll try to get you out there and make you happy. <laughs> and I'm turning the air conditioner down because it's hot in here. Okay. So now you, you get to tell a story now since I've told my long and boring story. I don't have a story. Why do you not have a story? Oh, we had some bad storms that you had to work in, sort of, and your plant got struck by lightning. Yeah. What? Our our mill got shut down Friday last night when we were working because lightning hit the building. And it was funny because the two guys that actually work up in the building, Mm -hmm. (laughs) he said, yeah, man, when it hit, the building shook. The other guys in there, because they've always been afraid that, because some of that corn and stuff that makes the feed, 
is above them. And <laughs> one guy said the other was like, that shit's coming down, let's go! <laughs> and he like took off running out of the building. <laughs> but we sat out there for four hours before we finally decided to send everybody home. But that's See, that's one thing that scares me about you working at a feed mill is that stuff is flammable. That dust, if it gets hit right by lightning or if it has a flame on it or something, that stuff's going to go up like a bomb because it happens all the time in these feed mills. That scares me. So I'm just looking forward to um, this new opportunity that I have that's going to lead to you not having to work at the feed mill anymore. Yeah, that would be nice. I got my goal, eight months. I think I can do it in eight months. What do you think? Hopefully quicker than that. Yeah. So, I got a new opportunity coming up. I think we've talked a little bit about the fact that we may be moving. Well, no, we are moving. Yeah. We are moving. We're definitely moving. It's just going to be a matter of how and when. Yeah. We should find out um, this coming week if we got the house that we put in an application for in the city. And um, if we got that house, then we're moving in on June the 18th. Yep. And I'm looking forward to that house. It's got a big ass freaking game. Like I've got a pretty decent sized game room right now. You've got a you got a nice game room. That room and there's twice the size of that one. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And it's got its own uh it's got its own climate control. It's got like its own little heater and air conditioner like one of those um one of those room heater and air conditioners. Mm-hmm. Not like a window unit, but like one of the ones that hangs on the wall, like the nice one. Yes. Something like that. Anyway, so, but it's it's climate controlled in there. I mean, it's like, it's, I almost think that that was an add-on to the house. Yeah. I think somebody added that room on. So, the way that the house is set up is it's super ugly from the outside. It's an ugly house. It has no curb appeal whatsoever. But you step into the house, and it's this beautiful, beautiful. two-story hardwood floors everywhere staircase right as you walk in the front door there's what looks like a little closet under the staircase that when you open it up is a little tiny bathroom is so cute where you can poop and wash your hands you can poop and wash your hands and (laughs) and then you walk over to the left and there's this giant living room with a fireplace a gas fireplace and then you walk to the right from the staircase and there's where there's a kitchen nook there's a kitchen in there um there's a dining room around the back and then if you go from the living room there's the game you go you walk through this little um this little sun porch it looks almost like a dog run but they closed it in yeah 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 yeah. and they closed it in with glass which Mm -hmm. is really cool and and then it goes straight into the game room and it's, it's this giant game room and then, um, if you walk upstairs, like, you could, like if there was nothing else in that room, you could fit side by side. You could fit and have plenty of room. You could fit two uh, like bar pool tables in there. Oh yeah, it's huge. It's huge. And then upstairs is three bedrooms and two bathrooms. So this is a three bedroom, two, two and a half bath, bath, with a game room and a living room and a spare room outside. Uh, the carport. I hadn't even gotten to the spare room. Yeah. It's it's a little efficiency apartment. It's got a little a little bathroom and a little tiny kitchenette in it. What sucks is though is the shower in that one is better nicer than the one in a freaking house. Oh, I know. It's it's like um, it's like one of those cave showers. It's like big 
Yeah. You know, and it's like it's like I'll probably be showering down there just because it's got more room. I know, right? It's nice down there. I bet the water pressure is really nice too. But the shower in the actual house, you can tell, kind of came with the house because it's one of those little small ones with the little sliding glass door. And, yeah. Um, Vaughn sort of fits in it. You know, he he's gonna have to get used to showering yeah. in a shower that's a quarter of the size of the one we have now. Yeah, sucks. <laughs> No more two-person showers. <laughs> That's okay. And we're going to have to get used to only having one vanity because there's only one sink in that bathroom, but it does have a long counter on it. Yeah. So we're, we're going to have to, you know. Yeah, I'm, I don't know if there's one mirror or two, but we'll just have to see. Um, we work, right now we work separate shifts, so all we need just is just the one sink. I'll just keep all my in the half bath. Yeah, I mean... There's no reason, you know, and and one of the kids is probably going to be living in the in the efficiency. That tasted like Dos Equis. It was good stuff. <laughs> right now, um, the oldest son is going to try living the in the. Oh no, he said he's not going to live in the efficiency. So the younger one is going to try to live in the efficiency. I bet he's going to get scared though. Yeah, I don't think. It'll I don't think it'll last very long. I don't think it will either. If we don't use it, can I turn it into like a little hangout? Yes, that's the whole point of it. I think that's what we'll probably end up doing with it anyway. Yeah. And this house is yeah. actually big enough. If I get a gaming computer, I can like Yeah, if you yeah, well see I'm gonna try to get you a gaming computer. Because what no, you don't you don't understand. This opportunity that I'm going into is going to come with the lifestyle. There's that a possibility me. that mom's gonna be able to make enough money that dad won't have to work and she's still gonna be making more money than what the two of us are put together right now. Yeah. Within a year. Yeah. So, listeners, this is why I'm so excited about this. Daddy gonna be a house bitch. <laughs> you know, and, and that's and been, I, and that's I, been the goal. Because, like, I cleaned the house today, and in my mind, I kept I kept stopping because I was giggling. Because I was sitting there thinking, I was like, I feel like this is a job interview. <laughs> <laughs> See, look, honey, I can do the house bitching thing good. I'll, I Look how good. Because I did. I, that took a lot, of, did a lot of stuff today, man. I got... The kids' bathroom cleaned out. The hall closet cleaned out. I took out everything out of the refrigerator. And cleaned, cleaned the refrigerator. The yeah, it looks great. Had, put everything back in there, organized it. And I can get a VR headset. Mm-hmm. Kiddo's been helping me do laundry all day. Um, and not just do laundry, but actually folding and putting well, away. I, I'm folding and putting away. I'm folding. And they're putting away. And But this one here is doing most of the washing and drying for me. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, sweeping, mopping. I mean, it's just... The house looks great. It really does. I think that was probably part of my problem the other day. Because the, the house was not clean and you were just having trouble dealing with it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel better now, don't you? Yeah. He, he's been... Vaughn's been in kind of a funk for a couple of weeks now. When the house starts getting bad, I can't stand it. Yeah. And it, it, it wasn't, like, dirty. It was just... It was cluttered everywhere. You know, we need to declutter. So in this move, we need to really think about the stuff we need to take with us and the stuff we need to donate to Goodwill. So as we're packing, we're going to create well, piles. The people that are moving in will mm-hmm. say, "Hey, what do you want? This yeah, we don't want this. Do you want it? You want it, or you want me to drop it off at Goodwill? Yeah, because because the, the way that this is this has got a lot of moving parts. This this whole plan has got a lot of moving parts. We have a friend. Well, Vaughn has a friend. Him and his wife are going to buy our house from us. And in order to do that, 
they're moving into the house, into the fourth bedroom, and they're going to live here until we can get moved out. And they're doing that next week. So they're moving in. So by the time you hear this next podcast, we will have people in our house, which will soon become their house. And then we're going to, and hopefully by then we'll know exactly what this, this is going to look like. Because this is either going to go one of two ways. We're going to get the house that we want with this awesome game room and, you know, four other bedrooms. Or we're, and, and we're going to move into it and on June the 18th and everything will be great. Or we're not going to get it. And then Cricket is going to be moving to a different city alone until we can figure something else out. Right into the city where, where my new job gonna is going to be. It's going to do good. Yeah. Regardless of, of whether we get the house or not, this is all going to work out. You know, we're, this is going to be a good situation. And, and what's funny is that I, I'm not looking forward to having all this shit around to pack up. No, because packing and moving sucks. But getting everything, but what makes it good is just thinking about getting everything put back in place there. Yeah. You know. We're not going to have enough furniture for the house. No. But we don't need to grow to, because it's it's a rent house, you know, so we don't need to grow to the house. Right. We need to just keep the furniture we have, and that way when we move someplace else, then, then we're not, you know, always having to find this gigantic house to move into. Because, you know, we, we could um, one day move up to uh, Pennsylvania, and um, I could <laughs> well, work at that job there. Because there's a job... <laughs> Like what you're well, exactly like what you're doing up there, and Joe was like, he was like, you know, they got a place right over here, right? <laughs> I mean, it's just right down the road. <laughs> I'm like, I know, I know. <laughs> and Vaughn could go be a truck driver up there. We could find him a job up there. Or if I'm again pulling in the money, like it's looking like I'm going to be pulling in. Well, see, that's what I was telling him. And he was like, Yeah, I'm hoping that same thing goes with his wife. He said, Then we could just sit at home and play Xbox all day. <laughs> No. I thought, well, we still got a clean house. <laughs> better be some shit done. You got to pay them. You got to earn them wages. <laughs> Xbox is your wages and you have to earn it. <laughs> Yard's going to be mowed. Dog's going to be fed. I think I've done enough <laughs> of my life to earn it. I know you have. That's why I don't give you crap about playing Xbox so much is because you've earned it. And you don't give me crap about watching my, my stories. So... You know, we've, we've, we've both put in our share. But, you know, the cool thing about our relationship is we have kind of a non-traditional style relationship. I am not mentally or physically set up or prepared to be a stay-at-home wife and mother. I, it's just not in my DNA. It's all in mine. It, it, and it is 100% in Vaughn's. Like, it's, like, it's in the bones. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, if he had his druthers, it would be... He'd be at home taking care of the kids and taking care of all that stuff. And I would much rather be working and bringing in a giant paycheck. Yep, me too. <laughs> so Just this, don't catch the COVID. Right? So this whole thing is, like, working out perfectly for us. And, and, and you know, people don't understand it because they're like, oh, well, the man is supposed to be the breadwinner. No. Says who? No. Who gives a crap who the breadwinner is as long as the bread is being won, right? That is correct. So... Speaking of bread, man, I'm looking forward to lunch tomorrow. Oh, lunch tomorrow is going to be so good. The big old salmon filet you got. Oh, and it's, it's that nice salmon. It's real pretty, real red. Or good. Real salmon, salmon colored, I guess. Salmon whatever. colored. Salmon colored. <laughs> but and asparagus. For some reason, really recently, I have decided I have liked I like asparagus. It's the way that I make it, though. So, let me tell you what I do. 
I put it in this little square nine by nine glass bowl, cut it to fit, and then you put seasoned salt over it. Just, you know, just, just, just to taste. Throw some seasoned salt over the whole thing and then cut a stick of butter in half and put it, put it on the asparagus. The, the, the whole stick of butter, just in two different places is what I'm saying. Right. And then you stick it in the microwave for like seven minutes and on high. And then when it comes out, it's nice and tender because that, that butter has just boiled through the asparagus. And, and when I say butter, I'm not talking about margarine from the tub. I'm talking about the real butter that you like the Lando Lakes salted butter, um, like the real stuff. Um, and, and because when you put it in the microwave like that, that butter boils and it boils through the, um, through the seasoned salt and it boils through the asparagus and it just, it, it like steams it in the microwave. It's so good. And it, and we're going to take the, uh, we're going to take the salmon filet and we're going to put, um, spices on it. Cause we have like a proprietary blend of spices that we use on our, on our fish. And then you put, um, orange slices all over it. And then you throw it in the smoker and you let it smoke. And the citrus kind of melts into that meat. It makes it super tender and super flaky and it's awesome. We've done it in the past and I'm really looking forward to it tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be some good eating. And I have had friends who make fun of the fact that I make boxed mashed potatoes. But I can make some damn good boxed mashed potatoes. They're yeah. really good. I make mine nice and fluffy and light. Because I use, again, butter, not margarine. I, I mean, you have to bust out the pan and make some cornbread tomorrow. Heck yeah. Uh, does cornbread go with fish like that? Cornbread goes with anything. Shut That's your true. mouth. And Vaughn makes the best cornbread because he puts sugar in it, like a lot of sugar, and so it makes it kind of cakey. And, and it kind of has like this brulee top to it. It's really good. You know what you ought to do one day is like actually brulee it. Get one of those little hand things. And, like, put the sugar, like, when you finish cooking it, put the sugar over the top and, like, brulee it and, and see what that tastes like. I bet it would be really, because it puts, like, a little crust yeah, on it. reminded me back when I used to help out this little store in town that would do the hams for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh-huh. Spend hours at night up there with these big-ass hams, <laughs> cutting them in half, spiral cutting them, and then uh -huh. glazing them. They didn't let me glaze a whole bunch, though. And I, I enjoyed glazing. It was fun. Uh-huh. But for some reason, I was the only one that figured out that they had this big-ass ham, and we'd have all these little orders. Like, they wanted this this end or the butt end or whatever, mm -hmm. and they wanted to be this weight. And I got to where I could put the thing on the spiral cutter, cut it, and look at the order and say, okay, well, if I want this end to be that much, I'd have to cut it right here. And I'd cut it and hand it to them, and they would glaze it. <clears throat> just making the orders out but mm -hmm. so i didn't get to glaze a whole bunch but he always gave me a ham every time and i got to glaze my own ham and you glaze the shit out of it oh, you almost had to get a saw to cut through the layer of sugar <laughs> that i had melted on that sucker. <laughs> i will never forget when because uh, my parents used to get a ham every year when we lived in kentucky and they went to go pick up the ham that they had glazed at this place and um, they were given something that was not a ham. Um, and it turns out that this very nice Jewish family 
um, had um, gotten a, a, a piece of goat and had taken it up there to be glazed for Easter and for they Passover. Ended, they actually got the goat. And they ended up with the ham, and my parents ended up with the goat because they had the same last name. Oh, shoot. And so I'm really hoping that that nice Jewish family didn't accidentally eat ham. My parents laughed about that, but, like, looking back on that, that's, like, not really... I mean, it's funny, but it's, like, not funny, too, because I really hope they didn't eat it because that would have, like, messed up their religion and everything, and you don't want to... But, right. but But still, I mean... Like I said, you know, it's kind of funny, but if you know somebody absolutely refuses to eat something, don't be an ass. Don't try to trick them into eating it. Yeah, like, if you know somebody who's a hardcore vegan, don't trick them into eating meat. Yeah. You know, just leave, leave them be. Let them be pretentious over there. It's fine. Yeah, they, let, let them go do what they want to do. And, but, and it could be, too. You know, you have to think, too, if somebody has, like, an aversion to a food, it may be because they're allergic to it. Like, Vaughn doesn't eat tomatoes, raw tomatoes. It's not because he doesn't like raw tomatoes. He loves raw tomatoes. Oh, so good. But he's allergic to them. So if somebody were to hear, oh, Vaughn doesn't eat tomatoes, and then try to trick him into eating them, it would literally make him sick. You know, so you got to think, yeah, it, it might be funny to trick the vegan into eating a hamburger and like, oh my gosh, that's the best fake meat burger I've ever had. They could be allergic to something in the meat. Yeah. Um, because there is that tick that does that. You know that? If you get bitten by that tick, it makes you allergic to meat. That is weird. I'd kick that tick's ass. <laughs> I'd find that tick, find all of its ancestors, and just hold them down and pick their legs off one at a time. Is Make it, them all suffer. Is it like Lord Farquaad with the gingerbread man? Yes, yeah, like Lord Farquaad with the gingerbread man. I'd make them pay. The gumdrop buttons. The gumdrop buttons. Eat me. <laughs> that's my favorite part about that whole show. <laughs> but hang on, I'm going to look up with an... I think that's like a Lone Star tick or something. Let's see. Um, tick that makes you allergic hey, to meat see that that popped right up hey. it's a, yeah the lone star tick Lone Star tick. yeah so it's in texas and if you get bitten by it you can't eat red meat anymore because you're allergic to it it'll make you sick well look i've never been eaten, beaten by one of them damn things <laughs> um yeah that's it, but isn't that a weird allergy to have like being allergic to like red meat that's like such a weird specific allergy Oh, that would make me sick. But the oldest son is allergic to blueberry, uh, blackberries. Is it blackberries? Yeah. He is can't, it blackberries or blueberries? It's blackberries. Blackberries. Yeah, he can't eat blackberries. It makes him sick to his stomach. And it's the same thing. He likes to. He likes eating them. Right. He can't do it. Can't do it. Is it just like fresh blackberries? Have you tried to ever eaten like... No, because when I got sick, it sucked. Okay. I got you. Yeah, That's so, like me. I don't want to... I don't like experimenting with tomatoes too much either so. i keep trying to get him to let me experiment because he can eat cooked tomatoes so let me take a tomato as long as there's been something done to the tomato to process it in some way whatever enzyme his body is reacting to yeah what yeah well what i thought it was neat too i actually met somebody else where were we at we were at met logan's some, met somebody it was the waitress mm -hmm. the waitress uh, she was allergic to tomatoes too to raw tomatoes yeah. that's the first person I ever met that was mm -hmm. had the same allergy i'm like i was just so happy i was like Finally, somebody yes, that not understands. The only one. <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> but I keep wanting to experiment and seeing how long you'd have to cook a tomato in the microwave for Vaughn not to be sick. But he won't let me experiment on him, which I find to be just really selfish. And how was that selfish? <laughs> I hope you're being sarcastic. Of course, I'm being sarcastic. 
People at work don't get my humor because I'm so sarcastic and dry. I can't stand people with the same humor as me because then I think they're just arguing back with me. I know, right? I mean, like when I'm messaging someone and they have the same like humor as me, it's like stop, quit. Well, the oldest son got mad at me the other day for using uh, punctuation in my text messages because he said it made him feel like I was mad at him when I put a period at the end of a yes, sentence. When people message me with a period, they're yeah. usually mad at me. But, but, but you know what? I think the same thing when my mother messages me and, and puts a period at the end of the last sentence. I think that she's like, bam, full stop. You know what I mean? Like, it's a statement and I know, that's it kind of adds some urgency to the statement. And so I, I tend to, like, I'll put punctuation through the rest of the text message, but the last sentence, I won't put a period at the end of it because it kind of allows it to draw trail off instead of just have, be a full stop. That's like the funniest thing about your dad. Like, every time he calls, hi, this is your dad. I'm like, <laughs> yes, I know, have caller ID. You're saved in my phone. So every time you call, it says dad. He signs his text, text messages. messages dad. <laughs> like, yes, I, I know who this is from, but thank you. <laughs> goofy um when people use emojis and they're trying to be like serious with emojis uh uh-huh being serious with emojis you just laugh at it like it's yeah well see i have to be real careful because i'm of that generation that overuses emojis yep and so I have to be real careful that I'm not overusing emojis or using them inappropriately for the younger kids that I work around that's going to be the best part of this new job that I'm going into is because the people that work there, that are going to be working there with me are all roughly my age instead of 15 years younger than me. Right. My boss is 15 years younger than me. Well, it's just like the guy at work that hands us out our loads. Mm-hmm. Every time it's kind of an iffy load. <laughs> he always, hey, um, would you mind hauling this one for me? Because <laughs> he's like 23, 24. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I already told you. I don't freaking care. <laughs> just load me just up. Tell me which one you want me to haul and I'll go freaking haul. I don't give a damn. There's one emoji. I don't know what it's called, but it's like a smile, and it's got just Pick like... Up. One, one emoji that's got a smile? Yeah, but I use it when something is like... Because you know when like someone says something that's like rude, but they don't uh-huh. know it's rude? Yeah. So you're just kind of like, oh. And you great. use that emoji? <laughs> yeah. Well, the one that always gets me is the upside-down smiley face. I hate that one. I know it's that that sure one is supposed to be fun. like te- technically a frown, but my brain reads it as an as just a just a smiley face, but it's just upside down. So I'm still reading it as you being happy, but I think it's supposed to be you're not happy because you're you're up you know you're upside down. Turn that frown upside down. Yeah. So why don't you just use the frowny face emoji because there's one of those that already exists. I don't know, but um, oh um, Matt Gates claims that he's being canceled. But he won't shut up about it. Right. So is he really being canceled if he's able to go on Fox News and talk about it? Who is that? He is a pedophile. That's who that is. Why isn't he canceled? We're trying to cancel him, but the Republican Party won't cancel him. There's been one Republican that has came out and called for him to step down. Mm -hmm. He's He's under investigation. They haven't indicted him for anything yet. What is his position? He's a congressman in Florida. He's a, rep- a representative. He he, he was, serves in the House of Representatives. That's what I was asking yeah. When I yeah. Said, who is he? Yeah. And one Florida. of his buddies, who is in prison now, with like thirty-three yep, 30. cases against him, mm-hmm. is about to roll over on Mr. Gates. And oh yeah. It was funny because his this other guy's this guy's name is Greenberg is his last name, 
And Greenberg's lawyer was outside. They, the reporter stopped him outside the, the, the courthouse the other day. And they said, uh, they asked him, should uh, Matt Gates be worried right now? And the guy kind of started laughing. He goes, well, you're asking me to get in the mind of Matt Gates." He said, I, I can't really do that. And they said, well, in your mind. He said, okay, well, my mind. And the guy's like, okay, let me ask this. Based off what your client knows and what will he, what he will say, is Matt Gates worried right now? Or should he be worried? And the guy's like, with that being said, Matt Gates is probably not in a very comfortable position right now. <laughs> He's about to get rolled over on he is, because the guy, Greenberg, pled not guilty to all 33 counts, counts but his lawyer went back to the judge. judge and said, we're considering a plea deal. Can we get a plea deal so that he can plead guilty because and have some time taken you, off? You plea up, not down. Yeah. So Gates is a bigger fish than what Greenberg is. Yeah. And, and the whole thing about the Gates thing just cracks me up because we would never have known about the FBI investigation had Gates not come out and opened his stupid mouth about it. Yeah, he's such an idiot. We would never have known about it. And he could have continued being a creep. But because whoever it was found out about it and started extorting him over it, he's like, oh yeah, by the way, there's this investigation about me and I'm being extorted over it. Well, number one, why is the investigation happening in the first place, Matt? They're not looking at something that's not there. You've been transporting 17-year-olds over state lines to have sex with them and then paying them for that sex with Venmo, public accounts. Well, no, no, no. He sent $900 on Venmo to Greenberg. To Greenberg. And then almost immediately, Greenberg made $900 in Venmo payments to these to women. To the girls. And it's just like writing a check. You have mm-hmm. to put on there what, what it's for. Mm-hmm. And Gates's dumbass put on that. They didn't know what the woman's name was. They didn't release what the woman's name was or the girl's name was. Mm-hmm. But it says to hit up yeah. in this person's name. And I'm like, are you that stupid? Yes, he is that stupid. See, that made me it made me giggle because I can remember a long time ago. Um, the girl I was dating at the time. Uh huh. You don't have to say her name. Oh, I'm not. Um, was would definitely not have been happy about this. Okay. Uh, we used to go to the nudie bar. Okay. Right. And uh, me and some of my friends almost every weekend. <laughs> and um, one of the guys didn't have any money on on him, so I gave him some money. Mm-hmm. And he thought it would be funny to write me. He, he said he was going to write me a check back. To pay back for it. Mm-hmm. Well, he handed my girlfriend the <laughs> next weekend the check to give. To, hey, can you give this to him? Give this to Vaughn for me. Well, in the four section, he put <laughs> nudie bar. <laughs> She's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I'm like, you prick. <laughs> That's why you should never hide anything from your significant other. Because then your friend's jokes don't land so hard. Yeah, because yeah, if definitely didn't know we because if, if well if if one of your friends gave you a check or gave me to give to you a check that was written out and said for nudie bar, I would be pissed because you didn't take me. 
<laughs> or didn't at least tell you about didn't it. Didn't at least tell me about it. Oh, you're going to the nudie bar? Were you not going to include me in this? I want to go to a nudie bar. <laughs> Maybe take some guys into the... I saw a post on it was either Instagram or iPhone or something. It was a conversation between a guy and his girlfriend or this girl he was dating or whatever. Uh-huh. And he's like, hey, uh, uh, I'm going to have to cancel our date. And he's, she says, wow, we were supposed to go to this really nice restaurant and blah, this and that. And he goes, yeah, but that's going to cost me like several, that's going to end up costing me like several hundred dollars and just to get to see, hopefully get to see some, you see you nude by the end of the night. But I've discovered, I saw your OnlyFans <laughs> and I can see nudie pictures of you for six bucks. <laughs> Oh, I got my dad joke for the week, by the way. Okay, so what's your dad joke? Well, hold on. Let me go back since we were on the Gates and stuff. If Gates and Ted Cruz are in any kind of a relationship, Mm -hmm. now I'm not talking about with each other. Okay. Why in the hell would their significant other let them leave the house with that mullet-ass looking shit on the top of their head they call hair? Did you see Gates' That's some of the most embarrassing... Because, like, he had something, like, when he was at this Women for America First or whatever. Yeah. That dude ain't got no forehead. He got a five head. He's got a six head. But but the, the thing about Gates, but I his think... his hair was like... I think the reason that Gates styles his hair so tall is because he's only 5'7". I guess so. He's trying yeah. to look taller. He, he, lo- he looks like... A, and these little, these little tiny suits that he wears, he looks like a little child. And so I think he wears his hair like that so it'll add some inches to his height so he can tell people, no, I'm like 5'10". No, you're not. Your hair is, but you're definitely not. Because he had this Whoville-looking hair on the on the, the floor of the house the other day where he, he looked like, you know the picture of um, the baby Grinch from the movie, yeah, the Jim Carrey that movie? Picture. That's what he looked like. His hair just like went straight up and did this little floofy thing. And yeah. Like, that was horrible. Who styled that for him? Because they did not like him Mm-mm. at all. And then and then Ted Cruz with his little Wolverine mullet. Cause see, because all that made me think about. Because I used to love reading Garfield, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there was one Garfield comic I can always remember. It was John kept coming up to him and saying, "Hey, what about this shirt with this tie?" And then, mm-hmm. and by the time he left the house, he looked like a complete idiot. Mm-hmm. And as he left, Garfield's like. If you can't decide for yourself, you deserve to go outside looking like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe that's what it was. But um, <clears throat> but Ted Cruz is married to a woman who is perfectly okay with being called ugly and not being defended. So she's clearly got some uh, some Stockholm Syndrome or something. So I don't, I don't know what her deal is. But Gates is engaged to a woman called Ginger Lucky. And... If she's smart, she will run for the hills. Well, he's going to be in jail, so they're going to have to... She'll be writing, writing letters to the court, writing letters to the jailhouse. I guess so. But, yeah, if he, go, if he goes away, um, he's going away for like a minimum of 10 years per count. Yeah, just taking them across state lines if they're underage is minimum 10 years. And it cracks me up because so many people have come out of the woodwork going, age of... Um, Age of consent, age of consent. Shit doesn't matter if you take them across state lines. If they're under the age of 18, if, the age of if, consent doesn't if, matter. If age of consent in one state is 16, and you've got a 17-year-old, you can't take them to that state where they're 16 and it'd be legal. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. And it is still 
illegal to pay somebody for sex, mm-hmm. regardless and of their age. You don't have to pay them cash either. That's how uh-huh. they're getting them. You don't have to pay them in money. Uh-uh. You pay them anything of value. Yep. If, hey, we'll pay for your flights. We'll pay for your hotels. We'll pay for your that fancy meals. Of, that is something of value. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, that's it, not the same thing as buying your girlfriend's dinner when you go out to eat. Because don't be a dick, buy your girlfriend's dinner. But we're talking about... Putting them up on a, in a $200 a night or hotel. buy your boyfriend's with, dinner. Buy your boyfriend's... You know what, baby? I'm going to take care of you. Don't you worry about that. When I get to making the good money, You're I'm going to take, take care of you. Somewhere. We, we're going to have to go back to Waco because I want to go to the good... I want to go to Saltgrass and get a good steak. We're going to go to Saltgrass. But this new town that we're going to be moving to, hopefully, cross your fingers, has got an Indian restaurant there. I have never had Indian food, so we are definitely going. Okay. I've heard of this place that's like near Yellowstone, I'm pretty near sure. Near Yellowstone? Okay. Um, or it's like... It's Jellystone between, Park? No, Yellowstone. Do you do you take a picnic basket? No. You shut I'm, up and let him finish. I'm telling you, it's like this place. <laughs> and then the place next to it has laws that kind of go with them a mm-hmm. little bit. And there's this little section in the middle where you could technically get away with murder... You could technically get away with murder because, because the of laws of the one, because up. because of the way they overlap and they don't yeah. overlap. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. It's like this one is supposed to be responsible for this part, but this place is also responsible for it, so they're like both, you know. Well, if you go three miles offshore, you can get away with murder. That's international waters. Yeah. You can do anything three miles offshore. Snort right. cocaine off a hooker's butt. You know, if that's your thing. The guy said that you could get away with murder there. Mm-hmm. Or technically you could, but that doesn't mean you should try I said that's how the ugly yeah. guy was getting all the women. Sometimes there's a joke about that. They couldn't figure out how he kept getting all these women. He would take them out on this yacht. Mm-hmm. He'd go three miles out and told them, put out or get out. <laughs> <laughs> Give me sex or jump off and you're swimming back. <laughs> oh, my dad joke. Your dad joke. Say, did you say your dad joke yet? Okay. Well, you know how every country and everyone eventually got, or every country eventually got the coronavirus to them, right? Mm-hmm. Well, China got it right off the bat. <laughs> it was an off the bat, though. It was a different Oh, my animal. God. That's so bad. That's so dumb. So but bad. you're laughing. <laughs> I feel bad laughing about that. <laughs> I know what that was, that awesome. was the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, it was a pangolin, but that was an awesome. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, speaking of uh, COVID and, and the vaccines and everything, did you know that Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson and Moderna and all these guys that are coming up with these vaccines are not allowed to provide them for other countries? What do you mean? There was a law that was put into place in these partnerships under warp speed getting these vaccines out. Trump's government signed contracts with all of these vaccine suppliers that told them they are not allowed to sell outside of the United States. They're not allowed to provide vaccines for anybody outside of the United States. The Biden administration is trying to take our surpluses, which we have surpluses of vaccines now, and we're getting more and more all the time. And he wants to distribute them to the world to help some of these developing countries that don't have access to stuff well, like there, that. He's, following he's not suit. allowed to. 
following, trying to follow follow suit behind the the guy in Canada because the guy in Canada has already said a month ago he was doing that. Yeah, uh, Trudeau. Trudeau. Got yeah, but but I'm saying you know we have we got the vaccine out quicker than anybody else in the world. We have more people producing it, and we have more doses of the vaccine. Now, there's another country that, that they talk about it all the time is doing way better than any other country in the world of getting this uh, vaccine out. What? Which country? I want to say it's Israel. Yes, but Israel is a very small country, so they're not going to be providing vaccines to the rest of the world. So you have to think about that, too. The USA is is uniquely set up to provide stuff to the world. They're just not allowed to because the Trump administration fucked everybody over because of their America first bullshit where they're not allowed to care about anybody outside of the American borders. Even though this is the global pandemic and anybody outside of our borders is also going to affect in our borders because we you have know, planes. As I've gotten older, I have, you know, and started actually paying attention to more shit. I realize now why every other country in the world really doesn't like us. We're a bunch of selfish assholes. Yeah. Yeah. I got mine, so fuck you. That's our motto. And it has been since the beginning, since the country started. We got ours. Peace out, bitches. Yeah. I ordered a chicken and an egg from Amazon. I'll let you know. I ordered... (laughs) Okay, so just in case you didn't hear the joke, the oldest one said, I ordered a chicken... And an egg from Amazon. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And then, why is it a bad idea to iron your four-leaf clover? Because you shouldn't press your luck. I like that. I like that. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, uh, speaking of COVID, um, I just read a story a little while ago that said that FEMA is now paying $9,000 of funeral costs for people who died of COVID. What is FEMA? It's the people that the government sends out every time there's like a natural disaster, like when Tornadoes, Louisiana hurricanes. got hit real bad with a hurricane. Uh, they'll use FEMA and that kind of funding to get like stuff down there. Okay, it's like uh, the poultry plant that we used to work at. Right. During the hurricanes and stuff, while we were still while we were still up there working, there were times we were catching these huge things like boxes and boxes and boxes of ice and we had load up a thousand boxes of ice on a truck to send it to louisiana that kind of stuff is like coming that money and, for stuff like that comes from fema yeah fema pays for that sort of thing they get involved in the logistics of routing people where they need to be and where they need to go yeah um they, they they're just they're involved in every aspect of making sure that disaster relief gets to the places in need because like when it first happens fema will go and they have so much money. If I'm if I'm telling, if I'm not saying this right. Correct me, but they have like a certain amount of money they can spend on stuff. But if the president will come back and declare that this situation is a natural disaster, then they can release more funds. Right? Yeah, like if it's a federal emergency or something like that, like big enough that the state can't handle it themselves then the federal government will declare a national disaster and that allows more funding it allows other states to come in and help like during snowpocalypse in yeah. february for texas we had uh line Al- crews it from was alabama. alabama power that fixed our lines on our yeah road. it was alabama power that came down our road and the only reason they were allowed to come in is because biden declared the state of texas a natural disaster yeah. And so they were allowed to come in. Any, it, outside of being declared a national disaster, those other states are not allowed to come help. 
because our country sucks. Because okay, so that goes back to the way that the country was originally supposed to be set up, where <clears throat> each state was like its own little separate country, and they all did their own little thing. That's why you have state legislatures, and they were supposed to be under the umbrella of the federal government that only stepped in if the states couldn't handle it. And we've since become more, you know, with interstate travel and, you know, importing and exporting and all this stuff. Instead of having borders that are locked down the way countries are, you, you have more free travel between the states. So in situations like that, I know people don't like the federal government to get involved, but it almost has to because in situations where Texas, obviously, Texas likes to talk about seceding every year. They talk about, we could do this on our own. Clearly we can't because we failed during two different snowstorms. Yeah. We got ki- we got killed. We obviously cannot do this on our own. Because the governor, the lieutenant governor, Ted Cruz, John Cornyn, all those guys were screaming for federal help. Why haven't you released federal funds, Biden? Don't you care about us? Well, motherfucker, you were saying you wanted to secede three months ago. So that means you don't Why get do any you help. you need help? You're going to fucking Cancun, you prick. Yeah, right? So, you know, it, people don't like the federal government, but the federal government plays a role in making sure that states are taken care of. And if we would allow the federal government to function a little more like it does in Canada, where the provinces take care of themselves and then the government steps in when that's not necessarily possible and makes sure everything is kind of even across the board... If we would allow the federal government to do that in the United States, we would have things like universal health care and our schools would not be um, would not be dictated by the Texas Board of Education. And because that's that's like those people don't believe in evolution. So, oh, my God, like they don't believe in science and they're dictating what textbooks are used in the entire United States. That's coming out of Texas. These people are barely high school graduates and. Or dictating what our children are being taught. Ah. <laughs> yeah, well, what cracks me up is the rest of the world has a lot of things figured out, and we refuse to look at those things and say, hey, that's a good idea. Maybe we should use that. We're just like, fuck it, we're America. We can do it better. And, and then we do it worse than everybody. And we do it worse than everybody. It's frustrating when people that like are from different places they use their like system to calculate stuff. You know, because uh-huh. um, one of the streamers I watched uses used like what is it? Um, meters or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, they use the metric system over there. He said meters, and I didn't know. Like I don't know how much that is. We're the only country that. in the world that doesn't use the metric system. And I think that's dumb because I want to know stuff like that, but I don't. Well, in the 70s... Use the metric system because it's more precise. Yeah, in the 70s, we were supposed to switch to the metric system, and everybody flipped out about it because it was going to be hard to learn it. But I guarantee you, one year teaching it in schools, kids will learn it, and it will be fine. Mm-hmm. So, quit freaking out about the metric system. Let's use the metric system. It's more precise. You don't have to figure out what a foot is 12 inches which is an inch is three barley corns and a foot was 12 inches because some king's foot was 12 inches and a mile is 500 and yeah, is, is 8,520 feet. That's small. My feet's bigger than that. Yeah, I mean, this is, it, 
We have a dumb measurement system that is based off a dumb measurement system that came from England, which the reason it came from England is because we used to be British subjects, and we don't want to be British subjects anymore, so why are we using their stupid, outdated system? It's dumb. Because America. <laughs> anyway, you Wait got me my on a... flag and hold my Bible and my gun and <laughs> measure shit in inches. Measure something in inches. <laughs> no, that's why I need the metric system. <laughs> <laughs> Centimeters sounds better than inches, right? I figured ten. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, um, we've actually, believe it or not, figured out enough shit to talk about that we made it an hour. We had actually, nothing I, I to talk about one tonight. One thing I did, a couple of things I didn't actually get to. I had several things we didn't get to. Um, Dan Crenshaw is blind for a month and possibly forever and um, I'm going to bite my tongue before I say it couldn't happen to a better person if you know who Dan Crenshaw is that probably means you're from Texas and it probably means you're not a Republican uh, because Dan Crenshaw is a vile, vile little subhuman piece of trash dipshit so you don't like him very much? A little. Okay. Well, you know. Um, but um, he gets in Congress. He's a representative from Texas, and he gets in Congress and likes to run his mouth and talk about how rah-rah Texas is and how they can do all this stuff without help. But he was one of the ones screaming for, you know, help during snowpocalypse and everything. He's the one who um, fights against transgender rights. He basically is saying that it's okay to check out somebody's genitals before allowing them into restrooms. You know, and they're talking about... Okay, well, we don't want men in women's restrooms and scaring the women. Which causes men to follow masculine-looking women into the bathrooms to make sure they're supposed to be there, which causes a man to be in the bathroom scaring the women. Yeah. So, stop it. Stop it. Because there's, there's been women who don't look like traditionally feminine women who are being harassed by these jackasses who think they're stopping men in dresses, quote-unquote, yeah. from going into women's restrooms. Somebody's genitals is not your responsibility. So, like, what does it matter? I mean, because, like, I've been using a men's bathroom, and I've never looked, tried to look at another man's pee-pee. That is like, you don't do that. No, it's eyes, 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 eyes up front. It's eyes front, yeah. And if you look over the... So- what is wrong with like you get punched if you look over in women's restrooms we don't have a trough to pee into we use stalls why do you give a shit who is in the stall i don't care if a labrador retriever is in the next stall i'm not looking if you're if you're the one looking through the cracks to see who's in there then you're the creep there's a thing i saw was posted this lady that wasn't paying attention and she went into the men's bathroom Mm -hmm. right and she Mm -hmm. went into a stall and somebody came in and sat at the stall next to him right to her and she had to change her pad out. Right. And she opened up, when she was opening up the package. It rattled. It rattled, right? And the guy was like, damn, I hope you're going to be all right. And if you if you in here long enough, you, had, you thought that you, you needed to bring snacks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, stuff happens. Stuff happens. So I got to tell part, our... Almost said his name. It's okay. I think we've said his name yeah, before. But like, he'll be in the bathroom, and I'll go by there after like ten minutes, and I'll knock on the door, and he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "You know, if you don't take your phone with you, we won't be in there near as long." 
Well, I mean, the the whole just go to the bathroom you're most comfortable in. Just just go to that bathroom and go to the stall. There's a stall in every bathroom. I think all bathrooms should be unisex. Nobody is looking at if if you're if you're looking at under doors to see who's in there. If you're looking through cracks to see who's in there. If you're trying to peek at somebody else's genitals to make sure they're in the correct bathroom, you are the creep. Yeah, you're the problem. Yes. And if, God forbid, you're taking a cell phone picture over a door, which has happened before, to make sure that it's a lady in the bathroom, that is sexual assault. One of my family members being in a bathroom, somebody do that, somebody's going to get fucked up. Yeah. They ain't making it out of there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's already laws against peeping in bathrooms. You know, that's, that's, that's a crime. You know, you can't do that. So just everybody calm down. There are no men in dresses trying to steal your women. It's okay. Oh, did you hear about the billboard that showed up in uh, Florida? About Matt Gates, where they're talking about how, how he wants to take your children? Matt Gates want There's a billboard somebody paid for and put up in Florida that says Matt Gates wants to date your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just He cracks me up because he keeps talking about I'm being canceled and I'm, I'm the voice of the silent majority. And I'm thinking, are the, is there a silent majority of pedophiles? Well, I mean, it already looked bad anyway because there was, what, a a child sex trafficking bill that went through or whatever in the House. And every single member of the House voted for it except for one. One person did not vote for it. You know who that one person was? I'm going to guess it was Matt Gates. Ding, ding, ding. Winner, winner. <laughs> he did not vote for it. For what? Sex trafficking. The sex trafficking law. Everyone yeah. voted for it except for him. Yep. Yep. All right. So we've talked about the new job. We've talked about Dan Crenshaw going blind. Let's hope it's permanent and that he has to lose his job. Oh, uh, I had a lady that turned in a car today. Um, We had a hailstorm that blew through last night, apparently just at her house. Busted out the back window. The hail was so big. It left left baseball-sized dents in the car. And it busted out the back window. There was glass all over that car. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and I'm just I'm just lucky. I'm just lucky that there was somebody working at the body shop next door to our to our branch because I was able to flag him down and say, Hey, can you get me some of that sticky stuff that goes over windows? Because they have like this they have like this yeah. it's like saran wrap but it's sticky on one side mm-hmm. and you put it over windows and it sticks to the car and forms a seal. Because otherwise that, that car is just, it's just it's just an open window, and if it rains, it just it's just going to rain into the car. Yeah. Uh, well, there was the the back window was completely shattered. I'll, I'll show I'll show you a picture of it, and it had a uh, big baseball size dents in the car and all like all all across the top of the car, and then um, the front window also got it has it has a little bitty a little bitty uh, pip in it where where it looks like something hit it and then it cracked it all the way up the window. Oh, yeah, it destroyed this car. This car is it's if it's not totaled, I'll be shocked. Because it's going to be a lot of damage to it. So. All right. Well, we are at an hour and six. Do you want to try to wind down? Or you got anything else you need to talk about? No, I'm just <clears throat> looking at messages. I've already been getting messages. Everybody knows that we normally record from seven to eight. Yeah, we're an hour late right now. They're like, dude, where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> well, tell Cardboard he can wait a minute I while we get him. I'll be on in a few minutes. But we can't win with him. Because either we don't do the podcast and then he gets mad that we don't do the podcast... Or we do the podcast, and then he gets mad we run a little bit late. So, cardboard? Just, just Actually, he, but he said he, 
He said, because I can't stay on late tonight. I'm getting up in the morning, and he's going to get his COVID shot in the morning. Oh, cool. Well, did you tell him he's going to have some after effects? No, because it doesn't happen to everybody. So. Well, you ought to warn him about them because... Because when his kid got it, didn't have any issues. And I think it's... I'm not sure if his wife has gotten hers yet or not. Okay. Well, some people it happens to, some people it doesn't. You know, you get weird effects. Now, if it if it knocks you on your ass, if the first shot knocks you on your ass, you most likely have had COVID in the last six months and just didn't know it. Well, that first one fucked me up. No, no, no. But but it didn't. But it didn't like make you sick. It just it it messed up your vision yeah, and, and was causing you to to like have migraine auras. But I'm talking about like if it if it like knocks you on your ass and makes you sick. You very, they're saying that you very likely had COVID within the last six months and you just didn't know you had COVID. So um, that's always a, always a fun thing. Now, the thing about the vaccines is I'm super, super happy that we've gotten them out so quickly. Um, they are not FDA approved. They are FDA emergency approved, which is a completely different thing because it takes about 10 years to get FDA approval on a vaccine because you have to be able to study the long-term effects and whatnot. And this was just, they pushed it through because it needed to go out. So if you choose not to get the vaccine because you're worried about it, I get it. I get, this is not one of those vaccines that's been on the market for a while. This is all, we have no idea what it's gonna do to you long-term. I heard this girl like- Hang on, You, you heard this girl that did what? She didn't think that Corona was real, uh-huh. and she said, "I'm not getting the shot because I don't want to get COVID." She uh-huh. said, "I'm getting the shot for when that ad comes out 20 years down the line that says if you if you or a loved one have been exposed to the Corona vaccine, you may be entitled to compensation." compensation. So she so she's getting the the vaccine so she can get compensation later down the road. Yeah, but um, but anyway, um, I don't have anything else I need to talk about. We talked about all the stuff that I had on, on see, my little tiny gonna go list. We're going to go in there and either kill some Zambies or go for another war. We actually got another war zone win. It's like our first one we got in a while this other day. I'm probably going to get impaired and uh, watch some cartoons. I've had a couple of beers during the podcast, so I'm going to go just enhance that a little bit. Watch some cartoons. And um, But anyway, um, um, anyway, um, yeah, so we're going to call it quits for the week. And it was good being back and talking to you. And thank you for yep. lasting this long. Um, Vaughn, we haven't told them where to find you on Twitter in a while. Where can we find you on Twitter? Vaughn. Shay. Zero one two nine. At Twitter. And then if you want to find me, it's at Cricket Shay on Twitter. I'm awesome. You need to follow me. I'm more cool. I tweet about 90 Day Fiance a lot. Um every Sunday night, so just, you know, be aware of that. Um, you can also find us at The Shays Lounge on Twitter, The Shays Lounge on Instagram, and you can find me at Sarah, S-E-R-A-C, Shay, S-H-E-A, on Instagram. That's like my personal Instagram page. So, come join me. <laughs> we'll see you next week, guys. We Bye. love...